Christian Podcast, where we live to glorify God on purpose. I'm your host, Matt Adams, and I am an intentional Christian. Welcome back, podcast people. Yesterday, we talked about God's glory and what it is and how do we glorify God. And I said I wanted to talk about the gospel in the next episode. So here it is. We're going to talk about the gospel today. I think it's extremely important that we lay down a firm foundation with the gospel and what is God's glory so that we can move forward and talk about those truths. These truths need to spur us to action. That's the whole point behind faith without works is dead. It's not that you don't have salvation without works. It's that your salvation will cause works. And so when people see you, if they're not seeing any works, then we have to ask ourselves, is that person really saved? It's not the works that saved them, but they're an outward manifestation of our salvation. (laughs) Okay, sorry. That should be a hip-hop song. So we are going to go through the gospel. A couple of years ago, my pastor Dave wrote a book for kids called The Gospel for Kids, and I was privileged enough to illustrate it. It's on my website. Go click on books and then download it, give it away, do whatever you can with it to spread the word, Um, share it with your grandkids, your kids, put it on your phones, use it for yourself. Just remember the gospel. That is what it's there for. And I'm just going to go through that kid's version of the gospel and talk about it as I do. And we'll hit all the points. So the first place to start is God. God is greater than we could ever imagine. This whole thing is not about you. This whole thing is about God. Okay, he is more glorious than we could ever fathom. He is more worthy of our praise. He is more loving. He's more wrathful. He's more all of these things than we can fathom. And this whole thing is about him and his worth and his value and our worship for him. He created us to love him. And he created us to enjoy him forever. But do we do that? No, we don't. No one loves and enjoys God rightly. If we did, we'd be perfect and there would be no issues. But this is the essence of sin. Not loving God and not enjoying God in the way that he intended is sin. When we take really good things, but we distort them, or we do really good things with wrong motives, it's sin. And I know what you're thinking, because my coworker said this to me once. I was sharing the gospel with him, and he said, well, if that was true, I sin every single day. And I said, absolutely, you do sin every single day, and so do I. We are sinners. That is what we do. We're corrupted. We're fallen creatures. We do not love and enjoy God rightly, so we sin. We don't want to do that. What we want to be doing is loving God rightly, enjoying him, being satisfied in him, 
glorifying him in all we do, right? But because we don't, we deserve to be punished. And God has ordained that our punishment would be hell, eternal torment in a lake of fire. He's going to literally cast us out of his presence into the very real and literal hell. And for all you party people, it ain't going to be no party. It's going to be real eternal punishment. And we can't escape that. There's nothing that we can do to make ourselves love God right or do better or do more because he is infinitely holy. He deserves infinite love. He deserves infinite perfection. And there is no way that you can do that. So if you even do one tiny thing that's wrong against an infinitely holy, perfect God, you deserve death. And how many of those have you done? A million? Billions? Who knows how many times we've sinned? Only God does. And guess what? It gets worse. God has a cup. And it's filling with wrath. And it's just waiting to be poured out on you. You don't want that. Friend, you do not want that. You want to love God rightly. You want to be justified. You want to be sanctified. You want to be purified and glorified. And you want to be with God forever. And he made a way for that to happen. He knew that you couldn't do it on your own. He knew that you weren't worthy enough. Okay, I'm sick of that. those Christian songs that say you are worthy. You're not worthy. The Bible tells us over and over and over again, that we're not worthy. We're sinners. We're wretched. It says that we're dead corpses, that our, that our throats are like an open grave. Can you imagine the stench coming out of an open grave? That's you to God. But he knew that. He knew that you were dead and you could not raise yourself. So he said, I'm going to send the only thing worthy, and that's myself. I, God, am going to send myself to earth, become a man, 100% man, 100% God, so that I can take the wrath, absorb it onto myself. So he sent Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, fully God, fully man, to take the wrath upon himself and take our place the place that we deserved, the place that we could not even pay, even if we wanted to. Hey, your life doesn't count for much, man. You are not going to be able to pay the wrath for your own sins even. So he knew that. He sent Jesus to die for you because he is loving and he's full of mercy. He didn't have to. He could have said, ah, you know what? All this creation stuff, man, these guys are going their own way. Look at Israel doing what's right in their own eyes. Look at this guy, looking at smut all night long. You know, he didn't need to save you. He didn't need to save this world. He could have scrapped the whole thing and started over. But he didn't. He loves us. He wants us to be in right relationship with him, 
to worship Him and glorify Him. And here's another crazy thing. He loved us before we loved Him, while we were enemies, while we were against God, while we were out there sinning, doing what was right in our own eyes. He sent His Son to do the most unbelievable thing ever known to man, to take an enormous indescribable amount of abuse, punishment, beatings, and then eventually death on your behalf because you had to look at pornography, because you just had to yell at your wife, because you got to get drunk, because you lie, cheat, and steal, because you don't love God the way he created you to love him. But because of Jesus' sacrifice, because of the cross, we can be forgiven of all that junk by trusting in Jesus. We can be made holy. We can be made righteous simply by trusting in Jesus, believing in him as God and putting our whole faith in him. And I always say it like this. It's like putting on a parachute. You don't get up into a plane at 30,000 feet. You're walking around the hull or whatever that thing is called. And you just, hey, yeah, there's a parachute. I know it works. I believe it. I watched the guy pack it. Yep, all those people, they're jumping out of the plane with parachutes. That's right. They need them or else they'll die. Those are good parachutes. Yep, we love parachutes. I love parachutes. That's not how it works. You get up into the plane, you put the parachute on your back, and you jump out of the plane. That is trusting the parachute, and that is what we have to do with Christ. We put him on, we put his righteousness on, and we trust in him. We give him our lives. We give him everything we are. You know, that's another thing that bothers me is when people say it's free to trust in Christ. Oh, yeah, Salvation is free. It's a free gift of God. Yeah, but it will cost you your life. We're going to renounce the world. We renounce sin. We renounce the ways that our flesh wants to live. And instead, we live for Christ. That's the gospel. If you're not doing those things, check your heart. Check your beliefs. Are you really saved? Are you trusting God like a parachute? Is your life in his hands? Does your life put Christ on display? Again, not that we're saved by our works, but once we become a Christian, once we give our lives to Christ, he puts in us a desire, a love and a passion to do good things for him, to serve others, to love others, to share the gospel. Man, if that's not the gospel you have, I pray right now that you will put your faith, hope, and trust in Jesus completely. Throw yourself at his feet. Beg for mercy. Beg for forgiveness. Confess your sins. Confess the fact that you haven't loved him the way that you ought to. And I promise, he promises, his word promises that his Holy Spirit will come into you and save you. He'll live in you. He'll make you a new creation. He will guide you. 
and he'll lead you into righteousness. And ultimately, you will go to heaven to be with him forever. So that's the gospel. I hate leaving it that short. There is so much to unpack and dig into and apply to our lives. But this is a podcast and we can't do everything in one episode. We're going to continue to develop it later on in ways that it plays out in our life. But for now, just soak in that. Just meditate on that. Spend some time in prayer now thinking about how you can be intentional about your day today in light of the glorious truth. So go out there and glorify God on purpose.